In a world full of podcasts, your hosts, Chris and Jordan, are on the search for a truly original podcast idea. A quest to find an auditory experience that will amaze your ears and your minds. A journey to go through every single ridiculous podcast idea we have to find the one that truly stands above them all. The one that can become its own show and eventually replace this stupid one. Thank you, audience, for joining us on Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. And I'm Jordan. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. The intro already introduced us, but we're we're doing it again. It's it's practically a tradition at this point. It's been a little while since the last episode. You might have noticed we we had a hiatus. You You can think of this as season two. Oh, yeah. Well, we did have a season two, though. (laughs) <laughs> we had a bit remember we had like a big uh season two hiatus we, we did yeah there was <laughs> and we started season there two was the a, we never... initial hiatus and then, then there was the second much longer hiatus the true hiatus. well the season two started then there was the crash uh, i feel like season... and then a lot of f- flawed world building <laughs> i feel i feel like season two with the ant story arc was more like a season 1.5 and this is more of the, the true season two. Yeah, and uh, I, th- I can't think of a better time for us to be doing a season three remote <laughs> uh, season uh, well, yes. than the times we're living in right now. Yeah, it was as good a time as any to do a remote season three. A non-remote season and, three uh, wasn't really in the cards. All right, so I believe... Oh no, I have the first pitch. Yeah. I forgot that having the first pitch is stressful. <laughs> How do we keep doing this? Every episode we forget. Yeah, every episode. Pitch. Well, we I forgot a lot. I also just banged into the microphone. I just like head banged into the mic. <laughs> All right. All right. Enough. My enough first ado. pitch is called Ruin That Movie. Yeah. And uh Ooh, my door just rattled. All right. In Ruin That Movie, we're uh going to go through Classic movies or popular movies, they don't have to be classics, they can be new, new releases that are popular, and we're gonna watch it, and we're gonna take note of major story moments, big scenes, and then we're going to map out every way we could make it worse. Huh. Okay. And try to end up making the worst possible version of that movie. So, like... Is there going to be like a specific challenge like oh we need to make the script worse or we need to like every, every anything visual gags script acting like so have you seen the movie a ghost story um a ghost I don't think so I mean I've seen movies with ghosts in them but I have not seen it It's a ghost the story. it's the one where Casey Affleck uh dies in a car crash and comes back as a ghost and kind of lives <laughs> like life it's pretty it's really really good really? but it's very like uh yeah, you should watch it. It's pretty is this good. In any way related to that Patrick Swayze movie, Ghost? No, not at all. Oh. It's it's um it's what's his name? David Lowry, who's doing the uh Green Knight. Ooh. And he also well, did see. um The Old Man and the Gun. Hmm. Okay. All right. So he's done a few things and but it's definitely really good. But How anyway, the, the ghost the, story. This this all time so, classic so that everyone knows. His his costume the costume design is that it's it's basically uh been a, a Casey Affleck under a white sheet, <laughs> and that's the ghost look. And it, it it works. I promise it works. You gotta watch the movie. <laughs> but Sam and I were watching it, and we were like, uh, 
What about in this scene if he like had a boner <laughs> or like uh See, I thought well, I or like he's he's like it's there's a lot of moments where he's just standing in the room quietly like he, there's like a 10 minute scene where he's just standing in the room and we were like what if he's just the whole time being like ooh <laughs> or like whatever just like finding the worst ways <laughs> like the movie's so like tasteful in how they handle it and we were just like what about the least tasteful ways we could have this movie happen see what I really thought you were going for, since I've never seen this movie, was that he's a ghost and maybe like they implied him to be ghostly in other ways where like none of the other characters can see him or acknowledge him. And I thought the way you were going to ruin it was by putting a sheet over his head. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. Because we were watching the movie and we we're like, there's no reason this should work, but it's handled so well that it works really, really well. And we were like, there's, but it's so like, the, every scene has such an easy way to ruin it completely. Mm. I'm just, I guess I'm wondering, cause I, I feel like w- when it comes to ruining movies, there's a lot of things you could do. Like, um, wouldn't like, like maybe if the, uh, when the Godfather baptism scene is happening, like, I don't know, Michael Corleone farts or something. You can do stuff like that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel, no, definitely. I, I feel like if you almost turn this into like a game where it's like, what's the least amount of changes we could make that would completely destroy oh, this movie? That might make it even yeah. better. Where it's like, well, what and, if, what if, um, what if Michael Corleone had, uh, I don't know if the character has a name, but the main character from Eraserhead. What if he had his hair for the whole movie? That's funny. Would it like what other changes could we make that would just ruin it that much more, even if they're minor? Yeah. That's really interesting, and also setting limits on, like, easy things. Like you said, if he farts during the uh, baptism scene, or, like, like you could be like, you get one fart for the episode, or something like that, you know? Like, yeah. uh, you can't just rely on easy, easy stuff. Maybe there could we'll be there could room. be a limit where it's, like, we have a rule where you can we can do one fart per movie, where it's, like, what is the most poorly timed one we could do? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. That, that that maybe could be, could be a, a piece of the episode. <laughs> It could also, instead of being a limit, it, yeah, yeah, like you're saying, it could be like, uh, that's just part, it's a feature of the episode. It's like, all right, now time for perfect fart. <laughs> and then, like, we talk about a good place to put the fart. Yeah. And then they, there could be a few things like that, you know? I, just, I think I think, I think think this is a fun idea. Like, if, if it's like, oh, we have, like, four changes we can make. What are the four changes we could make that would most devastate this yeah. classic movie's quality? Like, in Star Wars, um... What if, uh, what if the characters all had the designs that George Lucas originally envisioned? So like, so like Han Solo had like a robot head and Luke Skywalker was blue and, uh, Chewbacca was a weird, uh, lizard with a beard or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, I like that, that could, that, that's, that's another option. Yeah. I was also thinking we could add in like score and sound effects later on to like, kind of uh telegraph the vibe that's also going on like uh if we're talking about like the stella scene in uh streetcar named desire you get that music going still and it's like instead of stella he says cowabunga dude <laughs> or or what if we vocode it when he's when he says oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty great yes all righty Let's move on to number two. This one is very relevant to the the current situation we are in, and this pitch is called Hobby Combat. It's a it's a, it's, it's a play on this thing I heard about called Body Combat, which is like an exercise program, I think. 
I don't know. It's it, oh, that's what I'm saying is it's a pun. So I I tried, but if you if you don't get the pun, that is the pun. It reminded me at first of practice room. It is somewhat re- relevant to that, but it's Which, it's a since worse it's been a year since, that. Because since it's been a year since our last episode. <laughs> If you don't know what practice room is, it, it was a pitch we did last year <laughs> in season one where Chris and I would learn instruments. Yes. Throughout and we would, we would record ourselves learning and talking about the experience. Um, unfortunately, uh, a friend of the pod has, has stolen this idea and is learning an instrument. And I guess not doing a podcast, but doing it on, on social media. An Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So we can't do practice room anymore. But we can do this. That is true. Hobby combat. Yes. So the the idea of hobby combat, and like I said, relevant to the to the current situation, is each episode or, or each week, let's say, we took on a new hobby, and we had to we had to do our best to fully immerse immerse ourselves into that hobby for the week and and try to get as good as it as we possibly could. And we would both do the same hobby each week. And oh, we do the same hobby. Yes. The idea of this was that so each week we would try a different hobby. Like one week we'd we'd try um we'd try wood carving. And we would really get into <laughs> wood carving for a week. Like we'd watch all the tutorials, we'd read the most historic books about wood carving. Um we would each make a wood carving, and at the end of the week we'd come back and talk about it. Talk about, you know, what we had done, what we had learned, what we thought of it. And we might disagree about wood carving. I mean, like I could really love making like carving like a whale from driftwood or something but maybe you thought it was <laughs> it was just an absolute slog and and you disagree with me when i'm like yeah wood, wood carving was pretty legit you can be like no wood carving is, is, is trash so what we would then do was <laughs> next week we would do a different hobby like let's say um i don't know oil painting and maybe i'm like man oil painting really sucks it's dumb and it's no fun and you're like i i don't know i painted this oil painting of uh, uh, a microphone and a soundboard because this is this is this is the, these are the only things in our lives and it was it was really a moving experience and I, I loved it. So what we would then do at the end of each episode was we would rank we would give our personal rankings of the hobbies we had done so far. So I would rank wood carving first and uh, oil painting second, and of course you would put oil, oil painting first and wood carving second. So would there be some sort of competitive angle too, like who gets who's better at the hobbies? Um, that wasn't my goal. It was more my my thought was more. I mean, we could do that. I, I guess that would probably be truer to the title. But my thought was more that the hobbies were competing in combat, competing were in combat against each <laughs> other, not so much as we were in combat to see who was better at the hobby. Where the goal was to determine what's the best hobby, according to us. Oh, I see. So it's also kind of bracketologist. <laughs> um, a, little a little bit, but this I thought this was a little bit more amusing because the problem with bracketologist yeah. was the kind of repetitive we nature. We were just talking the, about things. The endlessness of it. So are we recording ourselves doing things? Um, we could, I think. And then compiling it, or are we discussing it after we do everything? It was more so, it was more focused on the discussion after we do it. I think we could incorporate alternate social media where it's like, if we do oil paintings, we could share the oil paintings on like our Twitter or whatever. And it's like, Oh, here's, Interesting. here's Jordan's oil painting or like on our, on our Instagram. I don't know. Do we have an Instagram. So ultimately we do have an Instagram, oh, okay. but I do not know how to get into it. <laughs> so ultimately, <laughs> no, but it is uh, an interesting concept, but I do wonder if doing it as a talk show would diminish the entertainment value of the hobbies. So, so you think this might be better as like a video show? 
like an, I do an think so. Show. I think like a YouTube series or something. You know. You know that's a good point because it would probably be more fun to see see us, us trying carving these things. Wood. I mean, if we're trying to learn how to do woodworking, I think there's a lot of comedy in watching us learn <laughs> woodworking. Probably, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, I'm thinking of like if we try to learn swordsmanship or something, and we're on like yeah, we the roof some... or in the backyard, like swinging a sword <laughs> around or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that would need to wait until after. We're all we're this trying is to over. learn how to like play a, a mean tambourine. Mm, yeah, could we work instruments into it? Maybe simple yeah. instruments. Oh, like I guess that does get practice room. I guess we'd have to avoid that. Tambourine is an option though. Maybe recorder because recorder would be a good one. Definitely like toy see- instruments. Yeah, like things you could conceivably make some headway on in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Harmonica? All right. Did you do that? Ooh, harmonica would be a good one, too. Yeah. Because I would idea. like to learn how to play harmonica, I think. I would, too. Yeah. The thing about harmonica is you need a harmonica for every key. Really? You don't just have one harmonica. I yeah. didn't know that. I thought you could, like, tune a harmonica. Yeah, there's a whole thing to it. I want to learn more about harmonicas yeah. now. I did not I did not know this. Yeah, they're pretty inter- They're, like, a real deal thing. I could be incredibly wrong. I hope one of our <laughs> listeners is in the... <laughs> yeah, um, call in to 1-800-BLUE-PILLS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that? No, it wasn't one 800 was it? It's not I think it was, like, one eight three three. That's somewhere. <laughs> no, one... <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, what... Shit, what was it? It was something, like, one... I don't remember our hotline. <laughs> One eight three one. <laughs> Did we have that written down somewhere? We it's in our it's I think it's on our I'm gonna be very professional and I'm gonna go to our <laughs> anchor page and check because I think we put it Yeah, can our, you try to find that out? Yeah. Find out what our hotline number is. Do you think it even exists still? Do you think we lost that number? I don't know. Uh so our number was two oh one five hundred seven four five nine. Oh wow, you remember that? That was on anchor? It was on anchor, yeah. So what was that? So that was two oh one two oh one blue pills. Because <laughs> we, I thought it was love pills. We thought it was love idiot. pills. Unfortunately, it's loop pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah loop pills. All right. If you have uh, a correction for how I was talking about harmonicas, please call in our hotline if it still exists. One two zero one loop pills. And with that, it's time for a word from our sponsor. Yes, thank you. Take us away, sponsor. Hey, Chris, how you doing? How's your quarantine going? You know, it's going all right bit lonely bit quiet how's yours going you know honestly it hasn't been going too bad except it's kind of frustrating it's so dark all the time dark what do you mean it's just so dark i mean there's no light coming into the apartment so it's just hard to see jordan i have some good news for you there's a brand new product that was just invented windows wait windows Windows. Windows is the brand new product that will allow light to come into your apartment or other place of residence. How do they work? Well, it's simple. Using an advanced piece of technology called panes of glass, we can allow light to come into your room, but you won't have to worry about the elements or any unwanted critters coming in to your home. But pain? That's a bad thing. Ha ha ha. This is a completely different kind of pain, Jordan. This is pain spelled P-A-N-E. Window panes are great for you and your home, and you can buy them today. Huh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, windows. All of the joy of being outdoors, indoors. All right, everybody, welcome back to Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. I bet you've been... uh waiting to hear those words for quite some time in case you forgot what show you were listening to that was a great ad yeah 
I uh, know. I was gonna say people are gonna be a little confused. They're like, "Wait, are they not going to respond or uh, review <laughs> respond. the ad they just had?" It was a great ad, and uh, after the last uh, whole season two debacle, I'm gonna be a little reluctant to endorse a lot of these products. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, personally, I endorse I this product. I, I use it often, <laughs> but uh, I, we did. They do sponsor us, so just I don't want to end up in the same situation we ended up in in season two. It was a traumatic time for all of us. It was. So that said, but we it was a gr- the, the quality of the ad I'll endorse. The content of it, we'll just have to wait. Jordan, you undercut my transition into pitch number 3 and I can't believe Oh, sorry, it sorry. Let's go back to what we were saying. Um, <laughs> um uh, <laughs> debacle in the season speak, 3. Speaking yada, of debacles, yada, yada. What's the third pitch? Oh, <laughs> funny you should ask, Chris. <laughs> My third pitch, or I guess my second pitch, but the third pitch total, <laughs> the, the total <laughs> the third, third pitch of the pitch. episode is uh, called Snitches Get Pitches. Mm, like a good rhyme and a pun. Yeah, which might be the only thing this this uh, pitch is standing on. <laughs> this is a true classic number three for our loyal fans who love their number threes. Yeah, there are some dedicated followers in the number three slot. Yes. People who would say, if it wasn't for the number three, I wouldn't listen to any of this show. <laughs> But what what is Snitches Get Pitches? Snitches Get Pitches is a show where we take this format where we're pitching podcast ideas, but we're pitching it to people who are in the witness protection program. <laughs> so we need to like modulate their voices, right? Yeah, we'll have to modulate their voices or so you know, however they want, you know. I my biggest worry about this one is just how we're going to find these people. Because they are in witness protection. So do we know anyone in the government? I don't personally, but I mean, we, we just have to befriend somebody and get some details. We need to do some networking before we can pull this show off. But I think it can be done. I mean, think about this. Episode one, snitches get pitches. Henry Hill on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so... So we want to get the witness protection people. I think the I think the entertainment of this would be the potential wacky personalities we'd get out of the witness oh, protection Oh, definitely. Program. Yeah, for would sure. They, would we want them to do pitches? Would we want to hear their Oh, pitches? definitely. No, no, we're pitching to them. We're trying to give them podcasts to do. This is kind of how we're giving back to uh, yeah. well, people, people who are... They've made a big sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> Could we have... They lived a life of crime. They gave it up for you probably selfish reasons. Could we have Takashi 69 on the show? Ooh, See, that's a big time guess we could get. Yeah. Guest we could get. He is he is in the witness protection program, right? After his testimony, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So does that mean his rap career is over? He's apparently still making music, which I don't know how because I feel like you can't be, be in witness protection program and then uh... yeah, have like a big prolific, popular music career. I feel like it's a bit at odds. But apparently, he's still making yeah. music. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. He's gonna have time, but uh, he'd be a great guest, and I'd be interested. <laughs> so, part of my thing is, I want them to be able to walk away from the episodes with a podcast of their own to start. Yeah, we're really giving back. I also want listeners to get. I think these pitches can offer a window to their minds and mm. souls. What goes into a person who does stuff like that? You know. Yeah. What would what would Takashi Takashi Takashi? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I think it's Takashi. Yeah. Takashi six um, nine. Like, what kind of podcast do you think he'd like? Like, what pitches would you think he'd be into? Oh, he's definitely into New York Times, The Daily, yeah. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the five thirty eight politics. Do you think he'd like number three slot pitches? 
Oh, he's definitely crushing number three. <laughs> we can do a whole episode on number threes with yeah, that's um, true. Takashi Six Nine. Ooh, yeah. Well, you know, threes would be huge for him because he seems to like multiples of it. You know, because there's a this episode would be called Three Six Nine. <laughs> Damn, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a thought since. There's a chance we might not be able to get six nine on our show. Um, <laughs> what? We could just do we have it, the same agent. <laughs> we could have a special episode where we just do number threes. That's a pitch for that this would be show. a good episode. That's a, that's a pitch for that this would be a chaotic show. episode. I know, but it could be good. We'd probably need to be slightly drunk. Yeah, well, that could be a fun twist. Yeah, that could that could be. But that said, um, I think uh, six nine. He's definitely a guest we want to have. Henry Hill. Um, <laughs> those are our top two guests. I think if this show got six, nine, then it would probably be done. It's like, what better witness from the witness protection program are we going to get for this show? That's the thing. We don't know. The, <laughs> the opportunities are endless because we don't know who is in the witness protection program. Call in to our, to our listeners, call in with any high profile people that you yeah. can think of in the witness protection program. That would be good for this show. If you or someone, you know, is in witness protection, <laughs> Call one two zero one Lou Pills. No, not one. Yes, and you yes. might have an opportunity to be on our show. Snitches get pitches. <laughs> I think the thing that would be most uh, negative for them was they probably wouldn't like the name Snitches Get Pitches. It definitely paints them in a negative way. We would need to be a bit nicer. I will say this pitch has turned out to be more. This is definitely one of those. I'm surprised we got five minutes out of this. Pitch. <laughs> We spent a lot of time. I think we could get a minute if I was to edit this out. If I cut out all the times we said six nine or Takashi six nine, I think that would total a full minute. Yes. That being said, I think it's time for our final pitch. All right. So number four. This is the big one. Uh, the first number four coming back. Um, what showstopper do we have in store? Um, and my. I, Did you forget your own pitch? <laughs> I'm, I'm stalling because I needed to check the Slack chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. My suggestion was, so the title is pretty simple. It's just viral. And I, I, I was, it was the best public. We know of. what you're thinking. Yeah. We know what you're thinking. Yes. But it's, it's not, not that. that. It's not that. It's not this virus that's going around right now. It's the virus that has been with us since the dawn of the internet. And that is viral internet content, specifically videos. So I've, um, I've been having an old school YouTube kick. Lately, I've been watching some Ryan Higa, Tay Zande, um, some like popular music videos from back in the day. Like I was watching the uh, um, Numa Numa guy, uh, the Crazy Frog music videos, and I was just reflecting on how 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 representative they are of the era they came out in, and how if someone made How to Be Ninja today on YouTube, it would probably get two hundred views and no one would care. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely so i think the idea of this pitch was so the fun angle of it is like going back and looking watching like chocolate rain or um i don't know uh <laughs> evolution of dance I, i'm really focusing on youtube videos because that's those are the ones that came to mind for me and looking at the time they came out why why were they popular and do they hold up because i mean you watch evolution yeah. of dance now and i think a lot of people would be confused as to why for like six or seven years, it was the most viewed, viewed video on YouTube. Yeah. It seems so quaint. And like, it's yeah. just a guy doing some kind of goofy dances, like some dad. <laughs> and it, 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 it feels like, it feels like such a, it feels so amateur compared to the most 
view things now now that youtube has become Definitely. so business oriented and very corporate focused so yeah so the production value is so high now yeah so that would be the idea of the show so I, I don't know if there are any videos jordan that you have like a particular connection to that... yes i i have a few things to say okay first I, of all hit, hit the most important shot. thing i have to say is tazon day follows me on twitter what yeah i didn't know this he he he's like one of those mass follower people oh. where he's just racking up a following by following random people so he's like will B. he follows like two million people yeah, exactly. And he followed me. And the other wow. person who's like that is the comedian who hosts Cash Cab. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Now that I think about it, another I just have another great pitch, but, but that'll be another episode. <laughs> <laughs> we can't blow all our pitches now. Um, okay. The second thing I had to say was, I think what would be really interesting about this is also those early days of YouTube... Also show us some of our first moments of memes crossing over into, like, reality in a way where it's like, oh, this isn't just an internet thing anymore. I'm thinking of uh, the Maya He guy. Yes. Propelled that song, Numa Numa. The song's called Numa Numa, right? It's not. It's, no, that's it's... the Numa Numa guy. The song's called, I forget what it's called. But uh, it has a, the, the title was something completely different. Yeah, yeah. It got it propelled into popularity enough that it was sampled in a ti song which became like a top 40 hit <laughs> so there's definitely a lot yeah. to talk about here and would ti have known about that song if not for the numa numa guy Probably I absolutely not. not so there's definitely a bit of like setting the blueprint for like how memes interact with pop culture at large yeah in those in those early days i mean like crazy frog to me is a great example because like yeah it's it was professionally produced music and it was these were real music videos. It's not like they were made by someone with no budget, but they, yeah, they are very, it's crazy frog. It's yeah. there's, 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 there's a, there's a, there's a very disturbing looking frog with a protrusion in his, in his crotchular region. <laughs> it's kind of like a penis. I'm not sure if that's what it was meant to be, but he rides an invisible motorcycle. And I think if you showed it to kids now, they'd be very confused. <laughs> Definitely. As to why kids loved Crazy Frog in 2005. <laughs> I was also thinking while you were talking about how cocky Tazon Day was <laughs> to incorporate like little fun facts about the recording process. I need to really, lead away from the microphone. He cared about he cared about production value and quality before it was cool. He was ahead of his pace a little bit. You know, yeah. he he was lapping his contemporaries and to the point where he was even noting like here's how i do here's how i make the magic happen <laughs> yeah. and i mean to be fair like compared to a lot of youtube singers he wrote his own music he wrote his own songs yeah which is i mean chocolate rain is an original piece and it's not to his credit. not catchy yeah i mean I, I i don't know i don't know if you could attribute this to, to catchiness or just the fact that we've heard it a million times but i know how chocolate rain goes <laughs> tazon day also has the same thing as rick astley this has been pointed out before but like he has a you look at him and you don't expect his voice to be nearly as deep as it is yeah no he's in, <laughs> so it's uh, hilarious when unexpected he singing. unexpected i said unaccepted unexpected bass yes and i don't know i just think it would be cool to look at this 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 era of pop culture that still hasn't really been thoroughly examined in my opinion as, as much as it should have and I, I know we've kind of talked about looking at the early 2000s in the past because it's a time that we were young in and we have things to say about nostalgia but yeah i thought i thought this would be 
This would be nifty. And we again, we could say if they hold up. I think Chocolate Rain holds up, personally. I think so, too. <laughs> All right. I well, didn't know he followed you on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, this. if you follow him, he'll follow you back, I think. Oh, I should do that. You should. You should try. It would be good clout. I want, I want Lil B to follow me, honestly. I don't know how to do that, though. <laughs> Just try following them. Do you follow Lil B already? Yeah, I do. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't, then I don't have any other ideas. Yeah. I, he follows a lot of, like, academics and, like, people who... Like generally smart people, so maybe like if I like wrote some, some articles about, uh, Tazon Day, and <laughs> if I if I would get a published author, some theory him, things. Yeah. All right. Well, if you like what you heard today, you can find similar content by following us on social media. I am at Jordan's website on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Blargosaurus on Twitter, and I think I'm. Belkatron on, on, on Instagram? I think, I think that's correct. I, ba- I, I barely use my Instagram. <laughs> but I know. Also, I've been using C&J. a little more often lately. Oh, yeah. C and J need a podcast. That's spelled out. C and as in Norway. J need a podcast, all one word. Yes. Because I know there's no spaces in handles. The hotline. Call the hotline. Oh, call the hotline 1201 Loop Hills. And uh, I just want to also shout out my roommates and I in quarantine started a podcast called That Time of Day, which uh, mm. there's only two episodes right now, but we record a few times a week and we just kind of have been creating a little bit of a time capsule of us losing our minds throughout the quarantine we're all going yeah. through. I also started first, a I Let's... felt very betrayed when you made a new show without me. But I yeah, but we're going to have you on it, though. You're going to be you're going to be on it. Also, I started a Let's Play channel on YouTube where I'm playing phone <laughs> games I like and dumb flash point-and-click games. So right now we're, we started with a big 2048 series. It could go for a long time. I never knew how long 2048 games last. So Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you have a lot to follow. There's a lot to see. I'm generating content these days. I'm very bored. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye. All music for this podcast was provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. He is also the brother of Vox McLeod.